experience the reality of the gospel and receive light, life, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. As you listen to today's message, Danny Doku, a real blessing to you. Hallelujah. Last week we talked about how to judge prophecy. Today we are talking about the believer and false prophet. How do you know that somebody is a false prophet? And we got to look at that because in our days now, the problem we are having is that everybody is calling somebody a false prophet when they have not gone through the Bible ways of determining who a false prophet is. We just get up and say, this one is a false prophet. This one. If we don't take time, we will mix the true prophets with the false prophets. Anytime there is a counterfeit, note this, anytime there is a counterfeit, it means there is the genuine. There may be a counterfeit, but counterfeits always come from genuine. So they are genuine prophets. And the prophetic is what God loves. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love the other uh, ministries. I didn't say that. What I'm trying to tell you is that the prophetic brings in God's mind. It expresses God's thoughts. And the devil doesn't want you to know God's mind. So he'll bring in his prophets to confuse whatever God has said. Now, let's look at in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, who is a false prophet in the Old Testament and who is a false prophet in the New Testament and why you shouldn't be quick to say somebody is a false prophet because you don't understand the way he's doing his things. It must be based on the Word of God. Glory to God. Now, let's go. Deuteronomy chapter 13. I hope you have your Bible. Look, everything I say here, be a Berean Christian. After I've said it, go back, search the scriptures for yourself. Danidoku doesn't know it all. I'm telling you that. So you go back, you read the scriptures for yourself. If whatever I'm saying bears witness with whatever you have read, you take it, you work with it. If it doesn't, you take what, what you think is good. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 1. He said, if there arise among you a prophet, a dreamer of dreams, and, and give it this thee a sign or a wonder because prophets come with signs and they come with wonders they come with dreams they come with visions beautiful and the sign or wonder come to pass wherefore he spake unto thee saying let us go after other gods which thou hast not known let us save them thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet look so he's saying that it is not what the person says that comes to pass alone that makes him a true prophet now look at it very well even for the old testament he said after he has said something and it has come to pass he said if now that dreamer now tells you let's go after other gods which thou hast not known and let us save them thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet nor that dreamer of dreams for the lord god proved you to know whether ye love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul. Ye shall, ye shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandment and obey his voice. And ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. Verse 5. And that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken to turn you away from the Lord. Look at it. He has proven to turn you away from the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of bondage to thrust thee unto 
of the way which the Lord thy God commanded ye, commanded thee to walk in, do, so shalt thou put the evil away from the midst of you. Glory to God. He's telling them, a prophet can come and tell you something and it comes to pass, does not make him a true prophet. He says that if that prophet now turns you away from Yahweh, the Lord God, that took them out of Egypt because God has already given them commandments that you should serve no other God apart from me. Now, if this prophet is now telling you, I gave you this sign, I've told you this thing, but I have these other gods that let's go unto them. He's saying that, hey, that person is a false prophet. In the Old Testament, he said, let that prophet be put to death because he's turning God's people away from their hearts. So one of the things to know is that, is that prophet turning you away from God? If he's turning you away from the statutes and the precepts and the things God has said, and he's turning you away from them, note that whether his dreams and all that come to pass, he's a false prophet. Then in this same verse, he said that God allows, you see, for me, you can infer that God allows false prophets. He does not raise false prophets. God could just wake up one day and kill all the false prophets in the world, but he allows them to be there for the day of judgment. Why? To prove your heart, to prove you as a Christian. Whether if somebody just told you a dream that I saw you this, 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 but I have this spiritual father here who can help you. Then you go to the spiritual father, he's giving you some things which are not consistent to God's ways. And you follow that person. He said that the Lord God proved whether you love him. Somebody told you, I'll give you a prophecy. You are going to be a millionaire, but I have this spiritual father there that can help you to multiply your money. You are going to follow him. He said he is the one. God said, I'm the one that gives the power to make wealth. If you follow that prophet, you are on your own because the Lord has tested your heart. He has realized that you cannot wait on him. You are a greedy person. That is why that prophet is pushing you away. But if you can wait on the Lord, when God says something, you will believe what God has said. So the new, this is this is Bible. He says that, look at this. So these are the children of Israel. God gave them Moses. But there were false prophets who rose among them and told them, no, I see this, I saw that, I saw this, I see this. Let's go this way. I have these other gods, they can do this for you. Meanwhile, God said that, I am a jealous God. I will not share my glory with all these other hidden gods. Do not make of yourself any of any graven image. So this is one of the basic way to test. Is the person taking me closer to God or he's drawing me closer to God? His visions can come to pass. He told me that I'll get a white Mercedes Benz with car number so, 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 and so. I got a white Mercedes Benz, the number is so, so, and so. But now my life has become just too materialistic. I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to, to, to give. I don't have time to work for God. Everything is just this, that, 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 that. Pushing me away from the status of God. I have to mark that prophet. And I have to know that God is also testing me whether I really love him. Two things are happening at the same time. God is testing me and the person is also proving that he is a false prophet. Can we go on? Let's read um, Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 14. Jeremiah 14, 14. <laughs> then he said unto me, The prophets prophesy lies in my name. I send them not, 
neither have I commanded them, neither spake unto them. They prophesy unto you a false vision. Look at that. A false vision, a divination, and a thing of naught, and deceit of their heart. So this is what you got to know. This is even Old Testament. They were prophets. God had his prophet that spoke the mind of God. But the other, other prophets, they realized that people believe what this, these true prophets are saying. So they come with number one, false visions. What God has not said. I've wondered how even young prophets now in the New Testament, New Testament, not the New Testament, but the Bible, but the New Covenant, what I mean, will say something and add, thou sayest the Lord, and God has not said. <laughs> that is a dangerous one. He's saying that. Even me, one time somebody said, man of God said this, and I've not even had any meeting with that person. And I'm wondering, why should somebody say something that I've not said? Me as human. I'm like, why should the person say about that? Because the person is putting words in my mouth. He's accusing me falsely. I've not said that. Now, this prophet will say, thou sayest the Lord, and God has not said it. And he's saying that, if me as a man, what do you think God will do? Because God's word represents him himself. And God does not joke with his integrity. That is why when he told Abraham he would bless him, he had to swear to let Abraham know. And God looked up, look everywhere, right? there's nobody. The Bible said God swore by himself to let Abraham know the immutability of his counsel, to prove to Abraham that if I say something, I'll do it. Glory to God. Now, if this person now comes in, they need us speak. He said they prophesy lies, lies. What God has not said, they say it. What God, the false vision, divination, and a thing of naught, and deceit of their heart. Therefore saith the Lord, verse 15, says, saith the Lord concerning the prophet that prophesied in my name, and I send them not. Yet they say, sword and famine shall not be in the land. By sword and famine shall those prophets be consumed. The prophet prophesies something that God has not said. And you see, People think that when the prophet prophesies, there's going to be death coming. He's a false prophet. No. Because God can speak that. This prophet, they only spoke nice things. God said, famine is coming. They said, famine shall not come. Now God said, with famine shall those prophets be consumed. They will be hungry, look like Somalia uh, refugees and die. Glory to God. And he said, and the people to whom they prophesy shall be cast out into the streets of Jerusalem because of the famine and the sword, and they shall have none to bury them. Look at that. The one that is receiving, that is why last week we talked about testing prophecy, judging it. Because when you take that word from that prophet, he said, these people, will, they will see the famine before. Famine is going to come. This one is saying that famine is not going to come. So they will not prepare. The famine will come and say, because of the famine and sword, and they shall have none to bury them they'll be hungry they will die in the streets and they shall have none to bury them and their wives nor their sons nor their daughters for i'll pour their wickedness upon them therefore thou thou shalt say this word unto them let my let my eyes run down with tears night and day and let them not cease for the virgin daughter of my people is broken with a great breach you got to fear false prophets look that is why i always teach don't jump around looking for prophecy everywhere, everywhere. It can destroy your life. Because many have gone in to prophesy lies and divinations. And what we read in Deuteronomy, 
if everything they say is materialistic to make you happy, to make you feel good, the feel good prophets are taking you away from God. Because God will always not tell you in every time that something that feels good. God can bring a rebuke that will challenge your spirituality. He said, be neither hot nor cold. Be either you are hot or you are cold. If you are not either hot or cold, I will spew you out of my mind because God doesn't like lukewarm men. And a prophet can come and tell you, you are lukewarm. Be careful. But many people don't like that. You want to see, I see you having three uh, visas. You are traveling all around the world. That is good. God can say some of those things. But if that's only what God says every time, mark that prophet. He's not speaking from God. He's speaking his own word. All right, so let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 18 too, verse 22. Deuteronomy 18 verse 22. And when a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, he didn't say that he's saying, but he said that God is the one saying it. Because when God says something, it comes to pass. He said that God, in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, it means that if it doesn't come to pass, nor if it, it followeth not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord had not spoken. But the prophet had spoken it presumptuously. Thou shalt not be afraid of him. He's saying the prophet can speak something presumptuously. In the Old Testament, if that prophetic word doesn't come to pass, you are seen as a false prophet. Because in the Old Testament, nobody had the Holy Spirit. It was only the prophet and the priests that the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke. So in the Old Testament, you should, you cannot miss. Everything you say must be word for word, thou sayest the Lord. So when a prophet missed that, he said that prophet shouldn't be feared, it shouldn't be regarded amongst God's people. That is the Old Testament. So in the Old Testament, number one, we saw those that are prophesying lies, divination, false visions. We saw those that will prophesy something, it comes to pass but yet will turn the people's heart away from God. Now, there is another one who, whatever they say, it doesn't even come to pass at all. And the Bible says that these ones are also false prophets. Don't fear him, disregard that prophet. Now, let's go to the New Testament. Are you ready? Let's start from the book of Acts, because that is where everything started. There are not so much activity of prophets in the New Testament, but there are some. In the book of Acts chapter 13, verse 5, and when they were at Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they had also John to their, to their minister. So John was there and John ministered. Glory to God, the apostle John. Verse 6, And when they had gone through the isle unto, unto Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer. In the New Testament, we don't just get up and say somebody's a false prophet just like that why in the new testament god gives the spirit unto everybody so god allows some room of error because you have it i have it he also has it glory to god but here the first person they call false prophet is this guy in the in the book of Acts. he said a certain sorcerer a false prophet a jew whose name was Bar-Jesus. 
Bar means son. Son of Jesus. Which was with the deputy of the country, Sergio Paulus, a prudent man who called for Barnabas and Saul and desired to hear the word of God. But Elimas the sorcerer, for, for so is his name by interpretation, we stood them seeking to turn away the deputy from the faith. So there was a deputy, there was a sorcerer. That guy was a false prophet because in the New Testament, as long as that thing is not coming from the Holy Spirit, you are false. If the, if, if the source is very important, if the person is speaking something which is not of the Holy Ghost and he's using palm reading, he's a stargazer, he's using stars, using colors, using numbers and things to tell what God is saying, that person is a false prophet because in the New Testament, the prophet listens strictly to the Holy Ghost not even to angels. Angels are ministering spirits that help the prophet to minister. But it's not the angel that is doing the work. It's the Holy Spirit that does it. But the angels are there, are ministering spirit. Are there no ministering spirit that minister for those who are heirs of salvation? The prophet is an heir of salvation. So angels can help in his activity, but it doesn't depend on angels for revelation. It depends on the Holy Ghost because when the Spirit of the Lord shall come, He shall reveal unto you truth. So in the New Testament, as long as the source is not the Holy Ghost, it is false. Because this guy didn't prophesy, but he was a sorcerer. Now Elimas was also there. He was also a sorcerer. His name was, his guy name was Elimas the sorcerer. Glory to God. And he prevented the deputy from receiving the faith. Let's read on. Then Saul, who was called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him and said, Oh, full of subtlety and all mischief, thou child of the devil. I can hear Oedipus' voice in this one. He said, Thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, will thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? So these guys want to pervert the right ways of the Lord. They want to look at the thing and destroy it because God is speaking. Glory to God. And now behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thee and thou shalt be blind and not see the sun for a season. He didn't, oh, Paul is a good man. He didn't say you shall be blind forever. He said for a season. So after a while, this guy will come back. And immediately his eyes, immediately they fell on him and mist and darkness. And he went about seeking some to lead his way. This is a false prophet. And we don't joke with false prophets. We resist them because they are coming in to destroy the way of the Lord. Just like in the Old Testament, they turn the people's hearts to follow their smaller gods. Now if somebody is telling you, I look into the stars and I saw one, two, three stars and it always has to look into the stars and he's not saying that the Lord is speaking to me and he always has to look into stars. He always likes to look at your palm and read. That's a false prophet. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now let's go to 2 Peter chapter 2. Verse 1. 2 Peter 2 verse 1. This is New Testament. Sir. But there were false prophets also. So the first one in the New Testament is that the person is outrightly 
uh, a sorcerer. He's not born again. He just he gets can see and can tell things by using sorcery and divination. We use the Holy Ghost. The Bible said, Apostle Paul, full of the Holy Ghost, he made him blind. Second Peter said, but there were false prophets also among the people. This is the church. Even as there shall be false teachers among you. So now Peter is addressing the issue of falsehood. That in the New Testament, because there are five ministering gifts, not only the prophet, there could be false apostles. There could be false teachers. There could be false evangelists. There could be false uh, prophets. And there could be false pastors. You got to know that. So let's not look at false pastor, false prophet, prophet. There could be a false pastor. God has not called him. He takes him in and goes there to turn the heart of the people away. Glory to God. Four teachers among you who privately shall be bring in damnable heresies. What is the person preaching? He's preaching heresies. Even denying the Lord that bought them. Look, in the New Testament, the false prophet is that one, that number one, does not use the source with the Holy Ghost. Number two, bring in heresies that leads to people out of the kingdom of God. He's not pointing the people to Jesus, pointing the people to himself or another source. You got to get it. Is the person leading people to Jesus? If it's not, and he's just telling you things that come to pass, that is a dangerous one. Here it says, denying the Lord that brought them and brought uh, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. See this one, the destruction is swift. Number two, and many shall follow their pernicious ways, and by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. He said, big, big, these people will turn people away to, 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 to them. And they, these people will now begin to speak evil of the truth. Now people will now be called everybody. And now on, on the airwaves, some guy who said he used to be a false prophet is now saying that he's confessing. Look, we know people who have truly repented when you were in darkness and you came into light and you have repented. If you want to open people's eyes about things that are there, there's a way we talk about it. But now these guys speak as though the, every prophet in the world is false. And that is dangerous. You got to watch out for that. Because they have a way in whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. So they have a way of speaking evil about even the truth. Verse 3. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise. Look, he's telling you. So false prophet, true covetousness, they make merchandise of the people. Everything is about money. Everything is about seed. Everything is about the hair, material things. He said, be fine words, the nice words, and make merchandise of you. Whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. So it is not my duty to be going to look at this false prophet is there, God will God punish him, God destroy him, and every time on Facebook trying to expose prophecy, pro false prophet. It is not a ministry to expose false prophets. When one, you encounter one, you deal with him and you move on. If not, as prophets proliferate, false prophets move and become many, you will leave your ministry and be searching for false prophet god would deal with false prophet believe me he's the head of the church you are not the head of the church as we pray god will deal with his false prophet hallelujah 
For if God spared, look at the, the verse 4. For if God spared not angels that sin and cast them to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment and spared not the old world but saved Noah and the eight persons, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly and turning into the cities. He said, if God spared all those lost people, you think God will spare the first prophet? That is turning the people. God loves his people. So if somebody is coming in and trying to use fame words and all that and the other spirits to take them away, God will deal with such a person. Glory to God. Let me read 1 John chapter 4. And this is where the meat is. 1 John chapter 4. He said, Beloved. Paul, he calls them Beloved John. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. The whole thing is that, is it of God? In the New Testament, so in the New Testament, a prophet can prophesy something and may not come to pass. It doesn't make him a false prophet. He's just an immature prophet. He didn't wait. He has spoken presumptuously. He didn't allow God to grow him. He didn't take his time because you can see a vision and misinterpret the vision. A prophet can see something. One day a prophet, a great man of God, saw somebody and said, I see fire on you then he mis misinterpreted it that i see you going to work and there will be fire at your workplace and you're going to be burned hey uh he said i see fire on you and that's the fire of the holy ghost properly this way he said i see fire on you and the fire is the fire of the holy ghost beautiful and pray for him take it and the guy fell on the floor the fire of god has come on you he went to work and there was fire at his workplace the following day and he was burnt and he died did the man of god see fire in the new testament as a new testament prophet yes but what was the interpretation the fire of the holy ghost meanwhile it was not the fire of the holy ghost it was fire that was coming to his place so the prophet can miss it glory to god but does it make him a false prophet no he just misinterpreted what he saw hallelujah but in the New Testament, the source is the most important. People say, by their fruits, you will know them. A prophet must bear the fruits of the Holy Ghost. Love, peace, joy, long-suffering, patience, glory to God. And remember, no matter how God calls a prophet, he will be growing in such fruits. So don't look at a prophet and say, he's not patient, so he's a false prophet. It will take time. Hallelujah. But in the New Testament, source is the most important. Is the person bringing heresies and turning the people away from God? Is his source the Holy Ghost? Look at it. Let me read it again. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit, test the spirit, whether they are of God. Because many, it is a few. If there were many there, now there are many, 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 many more. Because many false prophets are gone into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. He said, please know the Holy Ghost. Because if you don't know the Holy Ghost, you can't test the other spirit. Now, how do we determine fake money from real money? You, when you are growing up, they will not tell you that this is how to determine fake money from real money. They will give you fake money, and they will give you real money. They will give you fake money, and they will give you real money. Nobody goes to a school to test fake money and real money. The more important thing is to know the real money. 
when you know the real money and you spend the real money for a long time, the day you touch fake money, you feel like, ah, this one is different from the one that I know. That is what Peter is telling you. That know ye the Holy Ghost. So don't go about to be saying that. Let me see who is false, who is this. He said, know ye the Holy Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. So is the person proclaiming what our Lord Jesus is saying or whatever he's doing, he's saying it even just with his mouth by turning the people's heart away from God and are not allowing the people to obey simple biblical Bible truths. He's a false prophet. And they are false teachers. We'll talk about them another time. Because that's what the devil is using now. False teachers. They teach half truths. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Then verse 3. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come into the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. Whereof ye have heard that is, is to come. And even now is already in the world. He said there is a spirit called the spirit of Antichrist. He's not talking about the Antichrist that will show up at the end of the world. He's talking about there is a spirit. It's called an Antichrist spirit. It is Antichrist. It doesn't like the things of God, the things of Christ. It wants to mimic the things of Christ and allow you to sway away. And that is why now there are those who call themselves prophets and they can prophesy accurately, tell you your name, tell you your phone number, tell you everything. But their source is not God. I have a message on that, on the three dimensions of revelations. Either it's from the Holy Ghost, it's from um, uh, familiar spirits, or it's from an occultic world called familiar spirits. They know you, they know things about you, but the source must be from the Holy Ghost. And when the source is of the Holy Ghost, one of the things you see is humility. There's no pride. There's no pride in humility. Humility, you can sense the spirit of humility. The prophet is not making himself look like he's the Alpha. Because there's only one Alpha and Omega. His name is Jesus. And when a prophet is working with him, he will testify. Even the Holy Spirit himself comes to testify of the things of Jesus. How much more is a, a, a prophet that is being used of the Holy Ghost? He will just do what the Holy Ghost will do. He will testify of Jesus. So you got to understand this. Test the spirits. They say, oh, uh, a prophet did so, so, and so, and so, and so, which is wrong. Ah, then he's a false prophet. A prophet can do something that is wrong. A prophet can disobey God. It doesn't make him a false prophet especially in the New Testament. In the first prophet, in the New Testament, the prophet's source is not from God, number one. Number two, he turns the people away from God. Number three, the person is outrightly a sorcerer, an astrologer. <laughs> He's not a prophet. He's not sent by God. You have a responsibility to test for spirit. That is why if I were you, you stick to your pastor. You stick to your prophet, you stick to your man of God, who spends time to teach you the word of God. I've always told you where there is so much of the supernatural and little word, that place is a dangerous place. Stay in the word of God, stay with your pastor, forget about all the false things that are happening in the world. Know the Holy Spirit like the real money and the counterfeit money. The day you come across something that is fake, your spirit will know that. Mm, 
this one is free. But don't go about return one to and say, hmm, let me tell the spirit. You see your God is now God. You will not know it. You will not know it. Don't look at a prophet because he's he's, he's all around. He's, he has this strong personality. You say, oh, he's, he's a false prophet because a true prophet will always work like this. I broke. You know, the way to test it is that it's a source from God. So because of that, just stay with your man of God. If somebody gives you a prophecy, judge the prophecy as we talked about last week. And test the spirits. Takes time. By their fruits, you shall know them. Not the fruit that you think the person must bear, but the fruit that the Holy Spirit, the Word of God says the person must bear. A character flaw of a New Testament prophet doesn't make him a false prophet. If he's swaying the people, he's bringing heresies and damnation and making merchandise, as we read in 2 Peter, he's a false prophet. On that note, beware of false prophets. Know ye the Holy Ghost. This is the Believer's Gazette. We are done for today. This is very simple. Listen to it over and over. Get materials that will help you. Don't fall in the hands of a false prophet. It will destroy your life. Hope you were blessed by today's message. To correspond with Reverend Danny Doku and receive more of such anointed teachings, you can visit dannydoku.com or download the Danny Doku Digital Pool on Google Play Store or App Store for your iOS devices. You can look us up on any of our social media handles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or contact us on 055-820-2278. 055-820-2278. Thank you.